Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, November 11th, 2013, and time for 10 Dozen Minutes with Jake and Mr. Skullhead, featuring Jake and Mr. Skullhead, starring Jake and Mr. Skullhead, with uh, Jake as the key grip and Mr. Skullhead as best boy. I'm Mr. Skullhead, and Jake is coming to you from an undisclosed location. 11-11, Mr. Skullhead. What are we going to do to celebrate? Uh, never forget? Yeah, absolutely. Never forget in either direction. Yeah. Maybe at 11-11 tonight I should make a wish. Hmm. Is it not eleven eleven yet? No, it's like eight twenty. What? I should make a wish that uh, the numbers would change to eleven twelve, and that would be a wish that would be sure to come true. Uh, yeah, that's certainly true. Yeah. What you been up to? Um, literally nothing but working. <sighs> oh, but work. So I don't have any. Yeah, nothing. Literally nothing, but working. Hmm. You know, like Miley Cyrus. I get up there and I work that butt. But twerk. You've been a twerk. I, uh, what have I, what have I, what have I done to deserve this? I had the horror show hot dog uh, riff tracks thing on Wednesday. That was cool. How'd that, yeah, <clears throat> explain, explain that. Describe that. So we have this movie called Spellcaster that we watched for the show back when it was streaming on Netflix, and it was kind of bad in a very entertaining way, and we thought it needed to be seen by a wider audience but by the time we got around to <clears throat> doing something with it it had it was gone from Netflix streaming so uh, Adam found a laser disc of it online and then a company was willing to convert the laser disc to a DVD for us so that we could do our little uh, showing of it so we watched this movie Spellcaster and we had mics on and made jokes about the movie while we were watching it and people in the audience laughed and and threw in their own little lines and that was super fun how uh, wh- what was the audience uh, people no i mean okay pretend right, so uh <laughs> it was part of the twin cities horror fest okay so they had rented out a a theater called the southern theater which is the basic like small place where you would do plays so it's like a regular theater except uh black people have to go in through a separate door yeah but on the plus side there are twice as many water fountains but anyway so uh that was we got the coveted wednesday night midnight movie slot which meant that attendance was low i would say we had like 15 or 20 people were you being sarcastic when you said coveted Uh, yeah i don't think many people were vying for the like let's start this shit at midnight on a weeknight how long did the horror fest last and what else was in attendance at the horror fest there it was a whole week long they had nine different shows um one a day yeah i saw one that was this little uh, one act play set on a submarine that had some like vaguely elder god stuff going on that was pretty cool uh one about the women who work the night shift in a factory that drowns nightmares which was turned out to be pretty neat, and uh, they did some really cool, like practical gore effects, like somebody getting shot and having the squibs explode, that kind of thing. Practical gore effect is the least popular barbarian. Practical gore effects was the least popular sequel to Practical Magic. Was Practical Magic good? No. 
Was oh, it? Gosh, um, no. Did it have like a Nicole Kidman in it, or am I thinking of something else? It was like a Nicole Kidman and maybe a Sandra Bullock or something. Okay. I was watching it with my wife one night, and I kind of said, "What the hell is this bullshit?" About half an hour in, and fell asleep, and woke up an hour later, and it was still playing. And I, said, I continue to ask, "What the hell is this bullshit?" Did uh, but, did your did your wife enjoy it? Is it maybe it's just like a ladies' movie? Yeah, it is one of those. And you like normally, I am a guy who will watch a ladies' movie. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm kind of a ladies' man. Mm-hmm. You will at least watch the ladies' man starring Chris Kattan. Exactly. No, uh, starring Tim Meadows. Meadows. <laughs> man, all people who are on Saturday Night Live look alike to you. Yeah, that's true. Especially uh, Tim Meadows and Chiwetel Ejiofor. <coughs> no, who are, who is the other guy that actually does look a lot like Tim Meadows? What was Tim Meadows in uh, Boogie Nights? Uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle. I, Don Cheadle and Tim wow. Meadows actually look alike. That had never occurred to me, but you're right. No, like, uh, there is no racism implied in in that. Yeah, yeah. They are pretty similar looking. Kind yeah, of like, like, they just like, like they both look exactly like Mike Tyson. Yeah. In the same way that Bill Murray did a heck of a job in Wayne's World. Uh, who did he play in Wayne's World? His brother? Wayne. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, yeah, so that was super cool. Although, staying up until 2 in the morning on like a regular week schedule is not the greatest idea. But, hey, I already felt like crap because I've been sick all week. So oh, good. Like, might as well just throw something else in there. We were both pretty throat cleary on the on the the five seconds of pre-show conversation. Are you do you, yeah. do you actually are you actually have come down with something? Are you actually have come down with something, Mister Skullhead? <coughs> I have been. I call it snuffly, and you probably don't. For, yeah, yeah, certainly not. For like a month. Or actually, everyone around me has been that like sniffing throat clearing phlegmy. And I haven't been until this week, until and so I finally succumbed. If you're uh, if you're that phlegmy, you should start a band called Fmotorhead. Fmotorhead. If I must. Yeah. The uh, that. So that was a thing that happened. That was pretty dope. Well, good. You you, you enjoy. You didn't get nervous about performing in front of people. I the whole build up to it I was getting nervous and I had these like these six pages of notes that I had typed out while watching the movie of lines and when I wanted to say them and the cues for them and then when they started the movie they neglected to turn on the light over the overhead from where we were sitting so I couldn't read them so I kind of relaxed it was probably better because I wasn't sitting trying to throw in the next line and like trying to watch the the for the cues. Yeah, I feel like that only works if everyone is doing it. Yeah, and the other two dudes were like, good notes? What? Well, you know Dunn. Dunn's not taking notes for nobody. Dude, I don't know. I've never seen him actually work on anything. Yeah. So, I don't know if he's the kind of guy that takes notes or not. It was nice having him back in town, but uh, he's now moved to San Diego with his wife for most likely a couple of years. Hmm. So it was good having the boys back in town. Yeah, that was pretty excellent. Did you uh, did you guys end up at Johnny's place where that chick slapped Johnny's face? If I knew anything about that song, I would be happy to play along. Mm-hmm. All hey, I knew ri- is that that rhymed. That could be a line. Yeah. 
Remember that time when you knew the song? Yeah, that chick helped you play along. God, I hate that song, Mr. Living on a prayer. All I know about Thin Lizzy is that every time I went to a record store in the, like, 90s, say, the entire 90s, I would look for They Might Be Giants. And mo- many record stores did not have them. And so when I hit Thin Lizzy, I knew that I had gone too far. So is it was that, always like, is that oh, a, God. Oh, wow, Thin that Lizzie. is. I did not realize that that was Thin Lizzy. Huh. Yep. They're Irish. What is their excuse? For being Irish? Yeah. They, they were probably born in Ireland. Wow, released in 1976. I did not realize that that song was that old. That, mm. uh, that sucks. That really sucks. Is that song older than me? Um, it's about the same age as you then, right? Well, but I'm saying, like, I'm trying to figure out at what point in the year it came out. Right. Hmm. I'm going to have to read the Wikipedia page for Thinly. They formed in Dublin in 1969. Oh, yeah. Oh, after the guy bought his first real six string at the five and dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they, then they, um, he played it till his fingers bled. And then he got somebody else to play this terrible song. Right. Well, there's a lot of people. It took a lot of people to make that fucking garbage. It always does. You got to have at least five people on any, like, big pop hit. There's probably one dude who just rhymes girl and world. That's mm-hmm. his whole thing. And just dances. Yeah, there's one guy that sits in a rocking chair. Yeah, I think I would have thought that it was... I would have thought it was Bachman Turner Overdrive. If I had had to guess... I would have said that that was the same band that did You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. B-b-b-b-baby. And Taking Care of Business? Did they do Taking Care of Business? I could buy Yeah, yeah, they did. Mr. Skullhead, that fucking song is like three months and ten days older than me. God Hmm. damn it. God damn it. Why did you want to be older than that song? Because I wanted to be able to her about it. I see. Basically. You can't Statler and Waldorf things that are older than you. <laughs> okay. Right? Shit. That's a good thing that Spellcaster came out in like 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make fun of You can make fun of that. And I mean, Mike Nelson and those guys, they're old as shit. At least one of them is older than the oldest movie they've ever riffed on. You think so? <laughs> Probably I think not. they did the, the short uh, trip to the moon mm, Well, a long never, time ago. Never mind then. Maybe, maybe, one of them is a, maybe one of them is a time walker. Yeah, possibly a Highlander. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't do? thinking that they had been alive that long; just that they could move around through time. Like Bill Bill Corbett seems like a sort of a 17th century French aristocrat. Yeah, deep down inside, he learned how to time walk. He unlocked the he unlocked the secrets of Baroque classical music, and uh, it taught him some things about the fundamental structure of matter and time and space. Okay, what reference am I not getting? Is, I'm just making this up. This is this oh, okay. is solid gold. This is the creative process in action, Mr. Skullhead. I thought I mean, you were no, referencing something. It's no soul raver, <clears throat> but uh, right. oh man, Mr. Skullhead, I am tired as fuck. I don't. It was all it was all gloomy today, and I never like I had a I had a, like a fine. I mean, I got shit done all day, but like it didn't feel like I was getting anything done for from like noon on. Hmm. You know, those days where it's just like, ah, I'm just tired and, uh, you know, not feeling it. But stuff's, stuff's done. I can, like, point at a bunch of stuff and say, I did that today. 
Um, yeah, yeah I'm, this has got a the video games industry, man. It, it it's like it takes advantage of idealistic, bright-eyed young people like me, and it's like, no, no, come on, come on, it's okay to have this extended crunch time. It'll all pay off in the end, and I just keep doing it like a sucker. They're gonna lay me off. They're gonna lay me off as soon as this fucking thing ships. Probably. You should keep it in beta for another ten years. Mm, okay. <clears throat> Man. <Yeah. coughs> yep. But yeah, I'm also That's I'm happening. not I'm not sick. Uh, but it's weird. It has been so long since I was since I lived anywhere where it was like kind of cold. Uh-huh. Ever, ever, <laughs> right? I mean, it's like nice enough during the day. Like I, I can go out without a jacket if the sun is shining, but like in the nighttime, I need a coat. I, you know what I've even taken to doing? Wearing a fucking hat when I go outside at night. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that your uh, your haircut was gonna lead to hats. Well, I mean, it's a it's a like just a sock hat, and I don't wear it in front of anybody. A sock hat. Yeah, wh- man, are you one of those people who calls that shit a beanie? No, you're not. No, I know you're not, because you are a person who cares what fucking words mean. I would so call I'm it n- like a winter hat or a stocking cap. A stock. See, I think sock hat is just the the two-syllable word for stocking cap. No, it's like a, a sock hop. I think, it, yeah, yeah, that's because that's, that's short for stocking jump. Yeah. Which is what you do. Is what you do. Exactly. <clears throat> You know, like, uh, like, like that's where that's where Van Halen's jump came from. Jesus, man, I, I have to say I'm I'm not finished with it yet, but I don't know if I've said this on the radio before. But I can wholeheartedly recommend a book that I'm reading as a result of it having been recommended to me, which is Crazy from the Heat: The Autobiography of David Lee Roth. Right, it's good. It's a good book. Um, yeah, so like, so it's a so I mean, I guess. There are people who call that a wool cap. Sure. That's you, pretty descriptive. Yeah, you, sure. You could say, like, it's a... It is a... Sw- head sweater? Sure. <laughs> right? It's similar. It's like a sweater. <laughs> um, yeah, beanie, though. Man, that's not... That's not okay. But we've lost that battle. So I think of a beanie as a thing that has, you know, optional propeller. Mm-hmm. And it's a very specific shape of hat. It has a little bill on it. But it... Doesn't it? <clears throat> oh, you know, I don't necessarily... I don't think of it as having a bill. I guess, like, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, as as typically portrayed, have beanies with bills. Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think that most most people younger than us just call that a beanie. Hmm. I used right, to have I used to have a sock hat that had a They Might Be Giants a patch on it that I bought at a They Might Be Giants concert, but it just disappeared. I lost it. I lost my fucking hat. Hmm. And then when when uh, we were going to Boston a lot, every year I would get there, think fuck, I forgot to buy a hat and gloves, and so I would buy another hat and gloves, and the hat would suck. The gloves were adequate, whatever. But I ended up with piles of shitty hats. And I finally got a good one, and I haven't lost it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, you know uh, you know what else happened to me the other day? What else happened to you the other day? Is it hat related? No, uh, it's not. But it's also uh, it's also like a boring thing that an old man would be happy about, like say right, talking about it, talking about a hat for five minutes. Uh, I uh, 
for the second time in my life, I completely used a lighter uh, without losing it. Huh. What like, are you using a lighter for these days? Eh, cigars. Ah, yeah. And I, so yeah, I mean that, so it probably, that was probably the lighter that I carried around for three years. Hmm. So that's pretty good. Just a little like disposable one. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a, just a black Bic. That's what I, that's how I like it. Once you go black Bic, you never go back Bic. You never go back Blick. Uh, that was, that sentence was directed at Dick Blick, the founder of Blick Art, Dick Blick Art Supply. Did you ever go to a Dick Blick? <coughs> I had a bad case of Dick Blick the other day. Oh, yeah, it's like a, it's like a Dick Blight. It's like a half sick, half blight. Look at my wiener, wiener. It's full of blight. Dick Blight, attorney at law. Man, Dick Blight seems like it's like there's. Oh no, man, there's dicks growing on all of our corn. It's, <laughs> So it's like corn smut, like literally? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's boobs on all the corn, and so uh, we can't show them to the kids, and so the kids are going to starve. Because, you know, if there's one thing that you don't want to put in front of a baby, it's a boob. So you end up having to shut down your corn maze or only operate it at night for people over 18? You know, Native Americans just called that a corn corn. Mm. We have to have made that joke before. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone has. Mm-hmm. Or at least uh, somebody. Yeah. Um, what you, at what point do you think a little kid goes from seeing a boob as uh, as sustenance to seeing it as a a, a, a lully joke? <laughs> Junior high, really? Maybe like, well, I feel like there were kids in fifth or sixth grade who were still breastfeeding. Well, no, who would walk up to you and ask you if you had ever had a boner before, and then would talk about boobs endlessly. I guess that fuckstick at the party who, the look at my wiener wiener kid, was into wieners, boobs, and butts, and he was only like nine, so. But I think he was a little precocious. Yeah, you think he was an early riser, as it were? Yep. Ah, uh, I get it, because he got boners uh, very young. He was boner jamming. I feel like I got a lot of boners as a kid before there was anything to really bone you right. know like it didn't it, it didn't mean anything it wasn't like a sexual thing oh no I got one in school right before I was supposed to stand up in front of the class and give a speech and I was wearing uh, spandex bicycle shorts oh I always thought of that as being a later in life thing where you were in full on like I know what this boner is for territory but it wasn't it was <laughs> a terrifying movie I know what this boner is for I, uh, no, that was sixth grade, I remember, because I will never forget. Because I, I went into the bathroom, like, I'd, I had no idea what masturbation was or anything. So I was just like, I'm going to go into the bathroom and just sit here for a minute, and maybe it will stop being a boner. And it didn't, but then everybody was like, huh, so did you go in the bathroom and jack off, and then you still had a boner? People were coming up to me after school who weren't in my class who were like, hey, I, I heard you got a boner in front of the whole class. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. That happened. That's, I mean, now... That sucks. If I was, you know, as an adult, if somebody noticed that I had a boner, I'd be like, yes, I do have a boner. <laughs> it's, an, it's an erection. I was thinking about your mom. Sorry. That is, you know, 
I don't I don't know if I'm unusual in this regard, but I don't like I essentially never get the like just accidental random boners anymore. Which is great. Cuz I remember that yeah, being yeah, a I don't real problem. Anymore. Yeah. I don't know, I just remember, I remember, like, reading or hearing somebody say, like, no, that's just a thing that happens. Like, you'll just randomly get boners, and it happens a lot when you're a kid, but then it just continues to happen for your entire life. And I was like, well, fuck. Uh, but then it turns out that's uh, apparently not true for me, so that's pretty good. It turns out you never get boners at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Ever since I went in for the, so I applied for that harem guard position, and I was like, huh. well, <laughs> you know, dress, dress for the job you want. <laughs> so... Ah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. That's that's got some legs, right? You could make a joke about that. Somebody applying for a job as a harem guard and cutting their own their nuts off in the hopes of getting huh. the job. I was just thinking of the uh, Mel Brooks's History of the World. I have not seen that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they uh, there is a scene where they're hiding as and pretending to be harem guards and. They have the sexy girl come out dancing, and one of the guys gets a boner, as indicated by the ping sound it makes coming off his codpiece. And so then they know that that one is the harem, the, not the harem guard. There's a ping? Ping. Huh. He pings his codpiece to see what his uh, latency is. Okay, good. <clears throat> um, ah! I just screwed, man. I don't know how computers work anymore. I never. You did. just screwed a man, and I, you don't know how computers. Yes, I just work. screwed a man, and now I don't know how computers work. I also apparently don't know how sex works. Wow, I was one. <laughs> did he put it in your ear? Yeah, real deep, real deep. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Damn it! I've forgotten my piano lessons and all of my coding skills. Mm. Coding skills. What else did we do? We we saw uh, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, I've been seeing that people talking you. about that, and and is that a is that a uh, like a movie? Uh, yep, it was pretty good. Is it a sequel to Thor? Thor. Uh, Turns out, what's the dark world? What is the titular dark world? In uh, Svartalheim, the realm of the dark elves, mm. who wish to take over the world and or the universe actually, and plunge the universe into darkness. Oh gosh, isn't the universe largely dark anyway? Yes, but even darker. Oh, okay. Uh, what do the dark elves look? Are they just black people? Are black people the villains of this film, Mister? Yeah, well, one of them head? is black. The other one is white. Together, they learn to to read and write. Huh. Ebony and Ivory coming together. Wait, to together they the learn world. to read and write. Is that is that part of that song? Yeah, isn't it? The words are black. The page is white. Together, we learn to read and write. Hmm. Maybe, maybe I've just been making up my own lyrics to that song. Yeah, maybe you all have. This time. <coughs> Gosh. Mm. But no, if you were a guy who watched any movies that had superheroes in them, that would be one of them that you would watch. Um. Mm-hmm. I watched um, I watched that Heath Ledger Batman movie. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. the movie where Heath Ledger was Batman. Um, A Knight's Tale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, man. (laughs) So at the end of A Knight's Tale, Heath Ledger finds, like, some kind of immortality potion. Mm -hmm. But being alive for so long drives him insane? Yep. Okay. Right. Well, 
So <laughs> first he goes to high school and dates a girl, and uh, when that falls through, he becomes the Joker. Well, I mean, what? So really, it at the end of a Knight's Tale, he is rewarded for his performance in the jousting arena with the uh, the ability to reincarnate, <clears throat> and so he eventually reincarnates as as Batman, but hmm. then runs into a guy that looks exactly like his original self, which is why he gets so mad. Oh, I see. And then they they become nemeses. Yeah, nemeses. Mm-hmm. See what what he does is he really truly understands baroque classical music and learns how to open oh. doors through time. Hmm. See, Bach. And I don't know. Quipping that, only, I'll be Bach. Is, he goes. <laughs> is is Bach baroque? Baroque. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I was talking to the president. Uh, but maybe you know this. Mr. Skullhead, is Bach Baroque? I wouldn't fix it. <clears throat> um, so, so Bach came from the future to teach people whenever Bach was alive. Jesus Christ, I know fuck all about history, <laughs> Mr. Skullhead. So you're saying they sent, they sent Bach to the future? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, he came from, he came Bach from the future. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ah, man, I'm sorry. I am so fucking fried. <clears throat> it's all those revamps you've been doing. So they go back, they send him back to the 17th century, let's say. <laughs> and uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to teach kids. You know, it's like Jabberwocky, but I forget that. Uh, who wrote? Was it a Heinlein book? Or a short story? Who wrote the short story Mimsy Where the Bora Goes? Brian C. Aldous, I think. Oh, yeah? Probably. Uh, no, by Lewis Paget. Why did oh, I, think that, that, why did I think that was Heinlein? Why did I think that was a name that I would know? Wow, that was written in 1943? Well, I was about to make fun of it, but I can't. That was way before the boys are back in town. Yeah. And and way better. Anyway, uh, if if you guys don't know uh, about the science fiction short story Mimsy Where the Bora Goes, uh, you should read it because it's fucking real, real good. Uh, and then you'll understand why I'm talking about it while I tell the story of Bach, who goes back in time, really who is sent back in time by the people in the future, who think, man, you know how much better off we would be if we learned how to open the doors through space-time in the 1700s, let's say? Uh, instead of now. So they send Bach back to teach people and his music as a primer uh, to do that. But we didn't. That's pretty we pretty heavy. Just, we just fucked it up. All we did was masturbate to it. Yeah. Wait. You masturbate to Bach? Am I thinking of Bach or Larry Flint? <laughs> Wait, maybe Larry Flint was their second try. <laughs> but then somebody shot him because they couldn't, they couldn't handle the enlightenment. So then taking him... Instead of the 1700s, they just went to the 70s? Yeah. <clears throat> that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Wait, what? Well. Um, so did you, did you see anything else uh, fun at the horror show fest, fest? I just hit up those two shows, because they were the two that were immediately before our thing. Oh, yeah. Did you not get, uh, did you not get like, a... Um, I had the ability to go see all the shows, but not the, like, babysittery. Ah, gotcha. So, for the, the time I was able to get out of the house, I got out of the house for him. 
You gotta start taking your kid with you to horror stuff. Yeah, better that than you learn about it on the streets. Mm, yeah, by actually getting t- rent asunder by a werewolf. Yeah. <clears throat> or, you know, slashed with a machete. I gotta teach him which theme songs he should run from. Like, now, son, if you hear a... Yeah. Run like hell. <clears throat> I saw a... Uh, I saw. A, you just a, cleared your throat in Beethoven's Ninth. <laughs> <clears throat> I did. Uh, I saw. I saw a Reddit image macro that was just a picture of of Jason Voorhees, and it says, "I don't always ch ch ch, but when I do, ah ah ah," which I thought was kind of funny. I guess that hits that Reddit sweet spot of like, yeah, that that was a thing. Yeah, you know, it's like it's sort of wouldn't be funny if you didn't see all of the other image macros, and it's like, it is novel like it has the same it 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 tickles the same fancy nerve not just not just your ordinary nerves mr skullhead but the the fancy nerves hmm. uh, the ones that you develop over 10,000 hours of becoming an expert at reading reddit uh, right it it does indulge the sort of like novelty reward system to look at crap like that but, like, you know that it is without value. But, you know, there's all sorts of things that are without value that we indulge in and enjoy and don't feel bad about. Yeah. Right? You know, it's... Uh, part of that is, like... I don't know that I am super worried about the future of the internet as evidenced by, like, BuzzFeed crap. Like, I, I have actually never knowingly looked at BuzzFeed. Uh, that's just... At the, like, I feel like that's what my girlfriend looks at instead of Reddit. Because she's all, Reddit, that's for assholes. Because if somebody, mean, somebody got mad at them about something... Somebody that she liked got mad at Reddit for, like, posting something without crediting them or something. And BuzzFeed is... Mostly dumb. But I will still look at, like... 20 things that you only remember if you were a kid in the 90s because I was a kid in the 90s I mean it just sort of seems like that the, stuff. the VH1 to Cracked MTV <laughs> like I mean Cracked is I think Cracked has a lot of like actual like you can learn something on Cracked in a way that you probably wouldn't on BuzzFeed yeah well like you learn something on MTV MTV and VH1 were bad uh, bad choices there yeah with like PBS and VH1. Oh. Well, eh. I mean, is it cracked? Isn't Wikipedia? But most of the shit it posts is from Wikipedia. Well, so maybe okay. So BuzzFeed is cracked to cracked's mad. Hmm. That's that's easier, right? <laughs> so do you think it's BuzzFeed because it is feeding your buzz? Probably. Or do you think it's like? they fly real close to RSS streams. And even despite having been told negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. I really do love that quote. Nobody gets, nobody gets it these days. Mm-hmm. We found out today that, uh, <clears throat> or found out today, we found out over Columbus that uh, uh, P4UL has never seen Top Gun. 
and people were making fun of her for it until we realized that Top Gun came out two years before she was born. Oh, so she's not allowed to make fun of it. And so we're not allowed to make fun of her for not having seen it. Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, we are? Yeah. People are okay, different. I'll than, pass people are different than things. You'd think as a father you would know this. <coughs> Mr. Skullhead, there is a hair on my desk, and I can't pick it up to move it. This is... Mr. Skullhead... Is it a pube? Is it one of your pubes? It is not, no, it is not one of my pubes. I keep those in... Whose pube is it? I keep those in my pants. It's your mom's. Oh. Well, okay. I think so. It's gray. She whacked. It tastes like one of your mom's pubes. <laughs> <laughs> you win this round. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. No, really, uh, I'm mostly apologizing to the listeners for the, um, for the state of this. Uh, uh, me. Me in particular. I have no idea what is wrong with the day today. Can't be me. It's got to be. It's got to be the weather. What's with? What's with you today? What's with today? Today? Yeah. What's with today? Me. More like. Maybe you're one of the tomorrow people. Maybe I am. So you're not doing your best today. Like those guys in the blue uh, suits that build the world for you. Maybe I'm a Langolier. Maybe I'm a reverse Langolier. Maybe I'm a victim of reverse murder, which is to say, mm. a murderer. What is it? Huh. What? Um, so, apart from, apart from your, your horror uh, thing, to, what <laughs> happened to... I found out when, uh, when uh, Chris from Idle Thumbs was, asked me, what the hell is Family Hot Dog? I said, oh, it's a podcast that we had for a while, but then they stopped doing it. He was like, no, if you, if you go to familyhotdog.com, it's some Australian real estate website. And uh, <laughs> he is right. It totally is. It does not seem to be a domain squatter. It just seems to be like an Australian real estate. Hmm, Pemberton accommodation. What uh Naturally. What how do you <clears throat> How do you register a domain for that short a period of time? Like I didn't even think that what? was possible. I had it for 2 years. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I assumed it was Matt. I wasn't making fun of you. I wasn't trying to make fun of you, although I apparently was. No, then I registered that and uh, like two years ago, and I renewed it once, and then when it came up for renewal again, I let it lapse, figuring that it wasn't even hosted in- anymore, but apparently it's still linked from HotDogNet. You you should just take that off of the HotDogNet page. I did. Yeah. Uh, I did once that was pointed out. Because... You know, there's not going to be any more of it. I mean, the 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 other couple is getting a divorce as we speak. That could be a different kind so, of uh, could be a different kind of hot hot dog. Yeah, we're thinking broken family hot dog. Oh, there you go. We'll have to rest that uh, URL back from Pemberton accommodation. Yeah, you could probably rent it from them for forty quid. Do they have quid in Australia? Oh no, I'm thinking of squid. There was also a horror show hot dog. Somewhere where we try when we tried to sign up for one of the services, like maybe uh, Twitter. Hmm. It had to be at HSHD podcast because horror show hot dog was taken somehow. I it might have just been too long, baffling. No, no, maybe it wasn't Twitter, but there was one service that we were trying to sign up for that it was already taken, and that baffled me. I think I couldn't get video games hot dog at Gmail. 
That might be too long. Maybe people are just registering big blocks of things for Gmail. Yeah, could be. Google Glass. You gonna get one? Fuck no. No, you're not gonna get one. Neither is anybody. I don't think this is gonna be one of those things like the iPhone where people look at it and think, and then a year later they're like, fuck yeah. I think it's a thing that incredibly nerdy nerds are going to get and then there's going to be a more socially acceptable version of it later. I mean, I'll get one when it's just built into your eye. Yeah. Didn't Motorola just patent a neck tattoo that is also a microphone? Uh, yeah, I think it's like a temporary tattoo. Oh, that's less exciting. It's like, I, I want to have a microphone embedded in me, and I want to be completely unemployable in the public sector. Man, we went to a bar the other night uh, to, to, to meet and, and talk to some independent video games mans, and it was really loud, mm. and I couldn't hear anybody at the table, so I just spent a lot of time looking around at the crowd. Fucking everyone in the bar had a neck tattoo. Like, and a big neck tattoo. Like, they had a, like they had a full, you know, like, sleeves up to a up to a torso, like they had a tattoo sweater, like a t- tattooertal neck. Tatur- tatturtle neck? Tatturtle neck? Tur- you can't really say... T- I'll take tatturtle neck. You can't really yeah. say turtle, because you... Turtle. Turtle? You can say turtle, and you don't have to kind of extend it, but you can't really say turtle. Uh, I guess I just mm. did. I can say turtle. Turtle? Yeah. It's hard. It makes you sound Canadian. Oh, you know, get away from those turtles, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everybody had a fucking neck tattoo. I was like, what the fuck, everybody? Does Is everyone in here, like, you've just decided that you're never working anywhere but a coffee shop ever again? I mean, it's gonna... It's gonna get to where underneath that uh, starched white collar, that dude has a neck tattoo, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess ladies generally get tattoos where you can't see it if they're wearing clothes, right? Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. I don't know. I'm rarely around ladies who are wearing clothes. I'm seeing more and more just leg tattoos everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, on ladies. And I always think, because if the like, I'm also seeing a lot of, like, pantyhose, which is weird. I think they're tights now. Well, but they're not, like, I mean translucent tights are just hose, right? Yeah, but they they're called leggings now. Y- are you sure you're not they're called legs, L E G G S and like they come in a they come <laughs> in leg. No, I mean if you if you said to somebody nice pantyhose, they would be all um these are leggings. Well, I would never say that because I I cannot speak to women. Utter the word panty. Uh, I don't think You've never called anyone a panty waist? Uh, no, I haven't. I usually say milk toast, if I'm going to say uh, that. I'm still mad that that's how that's spelled. Uh, or that's how that's pronounced. Hmm. Yeah, you want it to be milke toast? Well, because I... It was one of those words that I had read but never seen, and I just thought it was milkwa toast. Hmm, okay. And people are like, it's milk toast. Like, then why the fuck is it not spelled milk toast? I mean, it is. After after a fashion, from a certain point of yeah, view, I mean, from a certain point of view, you like check and check way. 
Yeah. The ex checkware. Is check is checkaway just like did it used to be that and then it became C H E C K? Or I think it's in the same category as theater with the ER. Okay. Cause, I mean, or maybe like dialogue with a UE at the end of it, which I always did and now looks like a typo. Huh, I just assumed that those were two different words. Dialogue and dialogue way. Yeah, well, no, I knew that they weren't. Like, if I were describing something that I was writing between two characters, I would spell it dialogue UE. But if it was like yeah. a confirmation modal that popped up in a computer program, I would call it a dialogue box. Yeah, I keep getting spell-checked on dialogue way, monologue way, and catalogue way. But, I mean, monologue doesn't... Can you do that, just L-O-G? I don't think I've ever Apparently. seen that. I would think, like, oh, that's just one log. That's, like, that's like a really disappointing trip to the forest for a lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch that log. It's got mono. But, okay, so, like, analog... L-O-G-U-E and analog L-O-G are just two totally different words, though, right? Hmm. Or am I wrong about that? That I don't know. There's an analog... Oh, Jesus Christ. Analog or analog U-E may refer to analog U-E or... uh, Wait. Analog literature, a literary work that shares motifs, characters, or events with another, but is not directly derived from it. Analog with no ue, a thing from which an analogy is drawn. Hmm. But then there's analog signal, so like an analog device, which is what I think of as analog log. Man, weird. I don't think that you could say my dick or dick analog a n a l o g. Do you want my dick or my dick and a log? <laughs> well, dick's not really doing the trick. Maybe maybe adding a log will spice things up. <laughs> Especially if it's a spicy meat log. <clears throat> well, now, now I don't even know. I don't feel like I've learned anything from this Wikipedia disambiguation page. Maybe that's not the best thing to go to if you want to learn what a word is or what it means. Now, is that disambiguation spelled with a U or without a U? Yeah, yes, both. So three entries found. Analog, other with no UE. (laughs) Other relating to a device or process in which data is represented by physical quantities that change continuously. Okay. Of relating to or being an analog UE. Shit. Hmm. Maybe if it were less vague with a UE. Yeah, just, then, it, then we could just say fuck it. Because if it wasn't vague, if it's vague without the UE, then it's vast. Yeah, that's what I said. We can just say fuck it. That was the joke I was making. Okay. I appreciate that that was the joke you thought you were making. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I was making it to people who were paying attention. Just apparently hey. not to you. Sick burn. Look, what? You get... I... All right. Have you? Uh, I will call the burn war. Have you seen any good television or movies or anything recently? Hey. Uh. <coughs> no. What have we been? Have you we been used any good neti pots recently? I haven't been using the neti pot because of the brain eating amoebas. Hmm. Okay. Have you also been staying inside so that you don't get struck by lightning? I mean, 
Sure, but who's the guy who's not getting any brain-eating amoebas? Yeah, that's true. I mean, there also aren't any elephants hiding in your cherry trees, as far as you know. Well, like, there is a... There is a non-zero chance that I could get a brain-eating amoeba. I mean, there's a non-zero chance that that could happen anyway. If somebody who does use a neti pot sneezes up your nose. (laughs) I mean, the reason why I started using distilled water in the neti pot was that I read an article about somebody in Mississippi Mm -hmm. who got a brain-eating amoeba. And it wasn't wasn't like my friend's cousin. It was a news article in a newspaper. Mm -hmm. It was a real one. I am... I mean, I have it here because I don't have a convenient microwave uh, or an RO system. I've just been using, I've been pouring boiling water into the neti pot and then um, uh, occasionally using it too soon after that huh. and thinking, wow, this uh, brain-eating amoeba has nothing on this. This is like got a Yeah, brain- and I should, uh, I should tell you that using boiling water is going to probably... The brain-boiling amoeba. Um, yeah. But no, I just, and then it creates this complicated situation where I leave the, I, I pour the boiling water into the thing and then I leave it on my bathroom sink and I like, well, shit, if I, if I go in there to pee, should I cover it up? Like, is our little bits of pee going to get in there? And while the water is still warm, grow into some sort of gross piss colony that then will take up residence in my, in my sinuses and eventually just turn my brain to piss-soaked mush. But then I think... Yeah, and what if there are brain-eating amoebas in your bladder? Then I think, Zach, your brain is already piss-soaked mush. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, but then, I'm, but then I get like, well, alright, so... Now, the worst is when my, my boiling water neti pot is in there cooling off, you know, which takes some... Indeta- I actually don't have any idea how long it takes. I know that, like, ten minutes is way too soon... <laughs> And I, and I know that, like, if you forget about it until the afternoon, it's just fucking cold. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, there's, there's, some, there's some curve there that I'm not aware of. But if I have to poop during the time when it's, when it's cooling, I generally just don't. So I'm like, man, I wish that this water would get cold enough to pour into my nose so that I can poop. Yeah. I mean, you can poop. You just got to close the lid before you flush. Mm, I don't know. If you can smell it, you can put it in a. You can put it in some water. If you've smelt it, you've been dealt it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, like if I can smell it, it's already in my nose. So what if I care if some more of it? What do I care if some more of it gets in there? Right. At least in it's in a solution where you can't actually smell it. That's true. Yeah, I had uh, the last time. I used the neti was the first time I tried it with the distilled water and it was room temperature and for the, some reason was just kind of horrible oh, r- for yeah. being that. I mean that's that's rough. it's got to be pretty close to body temperature or you you just think you're drowning. Yeah. Like it's so I didn't enjoy really, that. Like, it's well, really unpleasant if it's not the right temperature. I can no longer just run the tap and like our hot water is the perfect temperature for it but there's probably brain-eating amoebas in it, so... Yeah, there probably is. Probably. So, <laughs> you know, I don't have <coughs> your patience and fortitude to sit and wait for the water to be the ne- the correct temperature. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's too hot, sometimes it's too cold, and both of those suck. Although I think I would rather mm. have it slightly too hot than slightly too cold. Because then it, like, sort of seems like a like I get some of it in there, and I'm like, whoa, hot, 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 hot. And then I think, eh, shut up, pussy. 
<laughs> and then I just finish it. And sometimes it's hotter at the bottom. And I'm like, that's not fucking fair. Well, by that time, aren't you a little bit numb? I mean, and then that time I just, I look out the window and remind myself, you know what? Universe fucking goes on forever and doesn't give a shit about me. It's times like that when I realize that whatever function determines how fast this shit cools off, it is not, it's not optimized for giving me a pleasant experience of pouring it through my nose. It's not personal. Yeah. I mean, that is a thing that telling myself that it's not personal actually helps sometimes. Like, if I'm trying to pound in a nail, and I'm pounding as straight as I can, and the nail is just not going in straight, and I start to get that, like, God damn, fucking nail! And then I just, like, stop and think, it is not doing this on purpose. And that is so obvious, but it calms me down a lot. Because huh. it's, like, the nail's not being a dick, right? It's just not going in straight, and there's a reason. And it's, you know, it's not, like, challenging me. I feel like I generally recognize things like that as as me projecting anger at myself onto whatever thing I'm mad that I can't fucking do. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but, I mean, that's probably just from my uh, self-motivation tactic of uh, just believing that I am worthless. It's probably pretty good. That's healthy, right? Yeah. It seems like you're just seconds away from curling up into a ball at any time. No way. But you've got, you've got like, this weird equilibrium. Dude, fuck that ball. I think all of your neuroses are kind of self-sustaining that balls for pussies I'm not gonna curl you know like in the same way that. that Montgomery Burns was like all of his various ailments were the only things keeping him alive mm-hmm. I feel like all of your neuroses are in perfect balance you don't think that that's how everybody is uh, sure ah you wanna listen you wanna listen to some uh you wanna listen to some Zeppelin <laughs> any cheddar cheese do you wanna uh yeah. do you wanna go through the forum thread and uh, answer some questions. Well, the first thing sounded way more fun, but okay. Okay. <clears throat> Did you ever get into Led Zeppelin? How do you feel about Led Zeppelin? What's your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Led Zeppelin? I'm not a fan, really. Yeah. I don't like the lead singer's voice. And I understand, like, it's a voice that a lot of people like, but he go he just kind of, like, warbles in and out of key so much that I just kind of can't stand it. I don't know. How do you feel about Zeppelin? There are a couple of songs that I like, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it is a testament to something. How many songs there are, how many Zeppelin songs there are that I know, and that I can sing along with. I, you know, I dated a girl right after right after my freshman year of college for for a few years who was just really into Led Zeppelin and just had like that box set that came out in the early '90s of every Led Zeppelin album on CD and just listen to it just all the time. Yeah. And so I was just exposed to a tremendous amount of Led Zeppelin. And I was like, ugh, God, I hate this. This is so lame. But it was just like, it was, I mean, that was just me like rejecting whatever was put in front of me because I was an angry young man. You know? And uh, going back to it now, it's uh, Tangerine is a pretty good song. And even like, you know, Stairway to Heaven is a pretty good song. Yeah, like, Stairway is fine. 
And that one that's all dun da 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 dun da 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 dun da 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 dun da 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 Oh yeah, the the yeah. immigrant yeah, song. Yeah, that's a pretty good song. Yeah, I think it's like the more down tempo stuff, like the the mid tempo rocking numbers where he's just kind of just bad at singing. Like he can he can scream really well, but when tasked with just singing, he, he can't hit the notes. Yeah, I mean the ah, uh, <laughs> that seemed to be in in. Yeah, well, that's a scream on key. Sure. Oh, is that a scream? I feel like I don't know, man. I never took no damn singing lessons. That's for that's for girls. And and you, I guess. Right? Did you actually learn people who want to sing like okay. girls? Tell <clears throat> if you were to give somebody, if if your if your kid, if 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 Oliver said, "Dad, da- Daddy, are you still Daddy?" Papa. Pop. Papa, wow, that's weird. Papa, Are you raising him to be Russian? <laughs> you know, like in a hurry. You're gonna tell your story. Together, you're gonna right? Well, I, where did that come from? How did you? Did you teach him that? Yeah, yeah. He's, it's been Papa since we were, since he was a little. I guess I did know that. You ch- did you choose that? Uh huh. Huh. So that means you get to choose that. Yeah, I like. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Daddy and and went for Papa. Huh. So do you think that you will eventually become Pop? Probably. Huh. I don't think I can handle that. I could be Dad. I call my dad Papa son these days. Ugh. Does he hit you? No. Huh. Not since I was like thirteen. Patron. <laughs> Man, I think Pop popping fresh dough. I think uh I think I would just I would probably just skip daddy and just go straight to dad. Hmm. Father. <laughs> dad. So where were you going with that? <clears throat> if Oliver said to you, "Papa, teach me how to sing." What would you what would you like what are the three things? What are the three tips for this is how you sing? Uh, what? The people don't know. I don't know. Okay, so you fucking took singing lessons, and in those singing lessons, Sing. they taught you some shit, right? What was <laughs> that shit? <coughs> Keep your tongue um, touching the back of your front teeth, because a lot of people like put their tongue way in the back of their mouth because that makes your voice sound bigger inside your mouth. But not so much outside. Wait, keep your tongue touching your teeth. What if you're not? What if you're not singing l? As a general rule, when like when you're singing ah, uh, ah, uh, you would have your wow, that, you would have your tongue touching your lower back. That teeth. sounds terrible to me. Instead of going ah, uh, you go ah, uh. uh. yeah, okay, ah. Uh. Uh, I don't know. Open your mouth wide. Breathe from your diaphragm. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, well, you know, like the the muscles that you flex when you're throwing up. Uh, I haven't thrown up in a really long time, so I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Generally, yeah, deep deep breaths from the diaphragm. But no, so it so imagine that you're 12 when you're learning this. You right. say, "What the fuck are you talking about, Mrs. Voice Coach?" Yeah. When you say breathe from the diaphragm, how do I do that? Um, well, like the muscle when you cough. <coughs> okay, you've been coughing. You've you've coughed recently, I assume. Yeah, sure. It's kind of at the like 
at the b- uh, base of your belly button is where the the push comes from. So like your dick. Yeah. What? So you? No, not the top of the base. No, the top of your dick. I know is generally three or four inches above your belly button, but the muscles that are kind of behind and under your belly button. That's where you're using to breathe with or to to push that air out <laughs> and then keep keep your neck relaxed. It's like she used to have us practice singing while turning our heads back and forth so that you wouldn't tense up your neck. Okay. Yeah, so those are three things that I would tell somebody. Do you think that uh it will become the fashion to get a belly button piercing and a dick piercing and link them together like in a chain? I hope so. That'd be weird if you got a if you got a boner, it would just like bend your dick in half. That'd be like a weird, you know, those machines where you turn them on and the little finger comes out and just hits the switch and turns itself off. That would be <laughs> sort of like how that would work. You would get a boner and then it would start tugging on your dick piercing and your belly button at the same time, and then you'd be like, ugh, and you'd be so grossed out that your boner would go away. My boner goes mostly up. Like, towards the belly button. Oh, yeah? So the chain would just kind of go slack. Well, no, no, no. It's not a chain. I'm saying it's, like, literally attached. Like, like top of the glands pierced with a ring. Belly button pierced with a ring. Those two rings link together. Neat. Right, so, I mean, when you get a boner, it goes past your belly button. Right? Oh, right, right. <laughs> of course it does. Okay. Doesn't ever Wait, does yours? I, I guess I guess your belly button's probably in a different spot than yours. Yeah, it's like three thousand miles. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So let me rethink this. I was going to suggest that we get we get linked up to each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be really hard to walk around. <laughs> like, well, hmm. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll we'll just have to we'll have to get separate iPhones for our dicks and just constantly be FaceTiming from <laughs> we'll tape <laughs> tape the iPhones to our belly buttons. So they're you know they're linked. Is that an iPhone? Uh, no, that's a D phone. They're, they're linked via the, you know the chains of the internet. Ah, sweet Jesus! So this forum thread. Yeah, forum thread's good. Okay. Uh, Ungawa says, oh man, it just went straight into boring old game questions. Would you consider changing the lodestone so that it never replaces any of the ores of the type the trapper requested in a given run? I hate to complain about a shiny toy, but I often see the lodestone causing a bit of angst in chat. Also, whoever named that item gets bonus squicky points. I believe that was me. <laughs> I believe that all of that stuff was done in spite of you, Mr. Skullhead, and not, uh, not really with your blessing. I wrote a bunch of it, but, you know, I didn't... I didn't enjoy it, and I didn't inhale. Lodestone was either you or, or uh, yeah, I think, I think I think it was me. I did. I do think that chodestone is a better word, but right. I just don't know that it has a. Um, I don't know that it has a place. In uh, in this game, well, fuck. I had to use a I had to use a Google Hangout earlier, and then I just apparently have got. I should just turn the sound off. Turn my speakers off. Um, man, I remember using IM clients and how I decided to stop using IM clients. That's what I remember. I don't think I've used anything but Skype. 
since I stopped doing radio DJ. Mm. And since you stopped constantly cybering with yeah. barely legal teens. Uh, Wack says, since every class is getting a stun to replace noodles, what will Postamancers be getting? Um, the shaft. Yep. Yeah, that's the name of the spell. It's called the shaft. It summons a hmm. black guy made out of pasta. He's a real, uh, what? He's a real bad mother shut Joe. Watch your mouth. Shut your mouth. What? Uh. Uh, man, I don't remember anything about that song. <laughs> so, good. That was a good joke. I remember the song Shaft in Greenland, mm-hmm. which is a Dead Milkman song. It's quite excellent. The world's full of danger. You do what you can. You feel like a stranger. Like Shaft in Greenland. I remember that song, too. That whole album. You know, it's weird. Like, that album doesn't have any particular, like, really standout song on it but it has even in the very like traditional dead milkman songs on it it has just just a sort of clarity and consistency of tone that just makes it like it is unlike every other album by anyone Uh and i don't know like i feel the same way about apollo 18 it's like for whatever reason and i think it is just because they're both maybe a little spacey they're kind of space-themed, and so there's a little bit of that, like, oh, let's, like, you know, crank up the knobs on this mixer that make this sound like space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Dead Milkman, Soul Rotation. Books. Check them out. I was going to say, I think The Secret of Life is a really outstanding track on it that. It is. I mean, well... But that is really, really different. Like, I can understand why people who are super into, like, Bucky Fellini would not dig that song because it is kind of earnest and mellow yeah and I mean there's not really there is not really any song on that album that you could really characterize as a punk song there's a brightly colored plastic war toys maybe yeah maybe is that did um is that album what if I had a gun was on yeah, I think so. Yes, that's kind of that's kind of a tradition. I mean, the Dead Milkmen were never precisely traditional punk band either, though, right? That's like, true. I mean, I feel like they, they were a traditional Irish. They band. did not, yeah, like Thin Lizzy. They didn't. They didn't sort of like willfully refuse to learn to play their instruments. No, which I feel like is you know maybe maybe this is a naive uh, point of view, but I feel like that's kind of a hallmark of like real punk. You start learning to play your instruments, you graduate to being a ska band, and then everybody makes fun of you, unless it's the 90s. I mean, try to ask, like, 12 people who are into punk what punk means, and all of them will kick your teeth in if they're real punk. Sure. But, I mean, I think that there are certainly certainly songs that you you could get everyone to agree, this is a punk rock song. And then there Mm. is stuff like, I don't know, like... I, like any random ska band, right? Like, oh, if there's horns, it's not punk. But it kind, probably kind of is. I mean, if you just played some horns over a song that everybody agreed was a punk song, this is now just like a punk song plus horns, but like, nope, that's a ska song. Faggot is what they would say as they stuck you with a safety pin that they just happen mm-hmm. to have on you, on them, because they always do. 
Yeah, and then stuck through some part of their jacket. Um, but then, like, and there are certainly... You know, Punk Rock Girl is not really a punk song, right? Like, I think it's a little too, like, ballady. And it's not, huh. it's not slow enough to be a ballad. It, yeah, it's like a little acoustic. Yeah. For a, I don't know, I'm not the one to to talk about what holes, you know, genre holes. But, but I think there on. are Dead Milkman songs that everybody would agree, like, eh, that's a punk rock song. Like, you, you, know, you don't necessarily have to say that it's, like, a good punk rock song or, like, an earnest punk rock song or an authentic punk rock song. But, like, I'm guessing that their Wikipedia page describes them as a punk band. Yeah, like the bottom of the bottomless pit. Or going to Graceland, maybe. Yeah, an American satirical punk rock band. Formed in 1983. So it's okay for us to make fun of them. But why would we? They're so good. Indeed. Man, it sucks. Rodney Linderman is so bald. <laughs> What's wrong with being bald? Yeah, nothing. It's just weird. Uh, like, that guy... The way that his voice is, I feel like knowing, I just try to not know when I listen to the Dead Milkman, oh, right, that's just like a schlubby, kind of middle-aged, bald, fat guy, and that's still what he looks like. Like, that's still what he sounds like, I mean. You know, it just, I don't know, it just takes something away from, like, you know, Joe, Joe Gennaro still sounds like he did, and also just looks like... I mean, he looks kind of John Linnelli, right? Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, okay. That's, like, that guy is still, like, somewhat aspirational. Well, rather an aspirational target. I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you uh, characterize things as? They're like, yeah, you know, like a guy who's... <laughs> a guy you would aspire to a be. Guy that, a guy that you look at and think, eh, it wouldn't be so bad to be 10 years older than I am now, <laughs> you know? Oh, As see. opposed to, I mean, and that's the thing, like, like Rodney Anonymous, like, eh, no, fuck, man, aging sucks. Yeah. But then, you know, you look at, I don't know, even like a, um, oh, fuck, why can't I think of his name? The guy from Jackass. John yeah, John Knoxville. Like, he's all right. He's a few years older than us. And like, you know, that's all right. He just didn't get like, yeah. th- like, I like middle-aged guys who don't look like middle-aged guys. You know, I guess like me, for instance. That makes me pretty happy. It is like the mirror that I look into to see what I look like getting older is looking at pictures of my high school friends on Facebook. Here they go, damn, Justin looks kind of old now. He looks like like somebody's dad. Like, I guess I look like that too. Mm. Like, Mike Schmidt has a giant beard and is bald and looks like the teachers we used to have at school. And he's younger than I am, so fuck. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I, you know, like, it's... I got... I kind of got got lucky and uh, was able to just do this Peter Pan thing. That's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, neither of us act like adults, yeah. but... Certainly true. You kind of look like him. You, you're more. Your complexion is is more olive than mine. So you're gonna be, you're gonna look younger for longer. You think? Why yeah. is that? Doesn't show. Uh, doesn't show the wrinkles and the liver spots and the modeling. Well, there's more protection from UV. Oh, okay. So my skin will actually be more supple. Yeah. Yeah. 
your black will not crack. I don't get that astringent uh, baby puke all over me all the time. That's what makes you old, right. is having babies puke on you. I should probably quit volunteering at the Babies with Eating Disorders Clinic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, babalemia. <laughs> Sarah FX Canary says, Will Pasta Mancer's daily summon limit be removed? Nope. I, that's crazy. Crazy. Baron Von Bick says, Scully, have you or Jick read any of Jasper F- Ford's work? I think it would be up your alley. I don't know who or what that is. I'm going to look it up while you answer the question. I haven't yet, but he's next on the list. Once I catch up with my Pratchett. He's the guy who does the books that take place in other books. Okay. Like, he has the detective who has the ability to jump into books. Hmm. And is in the, like, Terry Pratchett, Douglas Adams vein. Okay. So, yeah, I would like to try him out. I fully intend to. This doesn't look like something I would like. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you like anything that's like Douglas Adams that isn't Douglas Adams. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm not... You know, we were talking about this a little bit at dinner last night. I don't even think that I... I don't think that I would like The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy if I read it now. Hmm. It would be too similar to Douglas Adams? No, I mean, I just don't... (coughs) I, like... For whatever reason, that... and, And... Maybe even like Monty Python a little bit, right? It could just be, it could just be constant exposure to that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But to me, thinking about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy now is just kind of inexorably connected to thinking about the people with fake British accents just being clever with quotes around clever, mm. you know, and like. It's not his fault. And I can't I can't say that I don't think it's good because to do that would be to say that I don't think that I am good because of the the sort of weight of its influence on my creative work and style, but yeah, I just I don't know. You know, it's like and I don't even necessarily feel the same way about like say weird al. Huh. Right, because I feel like a lot of people... I mean, I think that there are people who, like, oh, I've grown out of Weird Al and got into They Might Be Giants, and then maybe they don't go anywhere from there. Or maybe they do. I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, They Might Be Giants. I listened to They Might Be Giants when I was in junior high, and then I started listening to Nirvana and getting laid. Which, like, I didn't do that. Right, I never right. started getting laid. I mean, I did start listening to Nirvana, but I'm still a virgin. I've been listening to Like a Virgin a lot. Which might have something to do Nirvana's with Nirvana's cover of Like yeah. a Virgin? Life, life of hmm. virgin. Life of life. I have a life aversion to life like a virgin. Mm-hmm. I have a life aquatic with Steve Zissou. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just like looking at the titles of these books makes me think like, eh, it's a little like too clever, too clever. By yeah, half. a little bit, a little, a little. uh I don't know, twee. I don't know if twee is the right word. I guess twee has a twee has a, a, a insinuation of at least attempted authenticity on some level, right? 
I mean, like, too... I mean, too clever is generally what I would say. Like, too clever by half. A little too precious. Yeah, precious is the word like, that I'm looking oh, for. Oh, like, look how funny I am. With your fake... How droll. With your fake accent. It's good. But, you know... I'm, he's British. He's got a real accent. He can still be... He can still be funny. Sure. I, I'm... Even if he makes some obvious jokes. Yeah, I mean... You, I've just never been around any of the, like, <clears throat> fake British accent people since high school. Oh, well, neither have I, really. Are you that far removed from your roots? Yeah, I am. It's great. Mm. Smile Rut says, Hey, I recently got back into KOL, and I wanted to remind you guys that you're awesome. Oh. Oh, thanks. I also, since Yarlsberg gives you a second best hat, what's his best hat? That's a secret hat. It's not for you. It's his Jimmy hat. Mm-hmm. Altair12 says, Why did you name the game Kingdom of Loathing exactly? Was it just a spur-of-the-moment thing with no real meaning behind it, or is there more to the name? Yeah, it was very much just a spur-of-the-moment thing with no real meaning behind it. I wrote uh, the first script, and I was like, I should save this in a directory, and I just gave it the name Loathing. And you've regretted it for ten years. You know, it is what it is. Inaudible Yelling says, I love hearing how screwy your servers are. I laughed for almost 10 minutes straight when you said, oh, I'm getting the cannot call static method. Eeyah, 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 eeyah. That being said, do you have any other stories from when the servers or scripts go haywire? Honestly, no. Uh, The failures that we've encountered have hardly ever been funny. Nah. Uh, Stinkleman87 says, I just wanted to say that I love all the revamps. I especially love the thematic idea of Turtle Tamers taking a long time to get so powerful. Slow and steady wins the race. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Thanks, buddy. Plater says, if I were a meat chuck and meat chucks could chuck meat, how much meat could I chuck? I don't want to know if there's a creature that's a meat chuck. I got to meat chuck Palinic once. Oh. Is meat checking like a thing that you do in roller derby? Probably. Did you say probably? I said probably. Christ. Oh, okay. I, uh, <clears throat> I've never met anybody who can explain roller derby to me to my satisfaction. You mean to the point where you like, have an orgasm? Okay, I, like, yeah, to give me a happy ending with the roller derby explanation. Because, like, I get that people skate around in a circle, and they're ladies, and they, like, knock each other over. Yeah. <laughs> but like, is there, like, a ball? Or... Yeah, like, yeah. What, what is the point? How is it scored? And and nobody can answer. They, there's, like, well, you know, everybody has kind of funny names and <laughs> costumes. It's, like, cool, but... <laughs> what is it for? And nobody... And everyone's just like it's fucking roller derby man and like I, I'm not paying $20 for it unless you can tell me what it's for okay gameplay consists of a series of short matchups jams <laughs> in which both teams designate a scoring player the jammer who scores points by lapping members of the opposing team ooh this is getting sexy alright that probably doesn't mean the same kind of lapping as I as I like uh. to think it would mean the teams attempt to assist their own jammer whilst hindering the opposing jammer, in effect playing both offense and defense simultaneously. So it's like a race where only one person on each team is racing. And the others are trying to knock her down? That makes some sense. Man, yeah. I don't... Like... This is, this is such a... 
the thing that I'm thinking is just such it's not even misogynistic it's like patriarchal right it's just like yeah. patriarchal bullshit it's like I don't want I, those are like some hot ladies I don't want them all bruised yeah don't you want them tough eh eh you know I, I like that look but you don't want a girl who could break you well it's not that I, like I think largely and apologies to, to you know to anybody who, who hears this but I feel like I maybe don't want the kind of girl who would whatever for whatever reason be attracted to that kind of thing you mm-hmm. know I feel like that's a look but don't touch kind of scene you know like say having a ton of piercings or a ton of tattoos or like or a neck tattoo yeah like a neck tattoo just one neck tattoo just a tattoo that is of somebody else's neck Mm -hmm. but is like a full sleeve or like so somebody with a really long neck like a giraffe's neck all the way up their arm (laughs) yeah so like if Zoe Saldana got a neck tattoo it was just an entire life-size giraffe. <laughs> yeah, like the roller derby is the the one of my friend's hobbies that I probably would be the last would be the last one that I would pay money to go see. He's like, I will go pay money to see my friends juggle fire or do improv or do like the play that they've been working on or do burlesque, but yeah, once you get to the roller derby, like yeah. See, I think I stopped just prior to the burlesque for yeah, for a lot of the same. Your hatred of the female form yeah. has been well established well, repeatedly well, across I mean, ten I, years. Not so much a hatred of the female <laughs> form as my my staunch no fat chicks uh, position. Yeah, I knew you were going to yeah, go no, there. You and did. You did. <clears throat> yeah. I did see. I did see a sort of a comic burlesque performance here in San Francisco a couple years ago. That was pretty good. I mean, the nudity I feel like would make you so uncomfortable that you wouldn't get any of the comedy. I don't know why. I don't know. Like, you joke about this so much that I'm beginning to think that you actually believe it. What? That in the same way that I have a nudity fetish, you have a nudity aversion? No, because I don't have a nudity aversion. But yes, you, like you've repeatedly said, like I prefer my nudity to be one person at a time and a lady and in private, which is you know obviously like a burlesque is not going to okay, be okay. But thing. I'm but I but I have gone to strip clubs and enjoyed them. I've gone to strip clubs with you, and you sure. know that, and and that's you know, and I and I like I went to the fucking Moulin Rouge. There was there were like a hundred and one a hundred and one titties there, and that that was fine, you know, and like a bunch of uh, like a bunch of Cirque du Soleil shows and stuff, right? Like, and it's not like I I think I think that what you've decided is because I don't want just random girls that I know and dudes that I know showing me their genitals at a party that I am somehow uncomfortable with nudity. That may be it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, d- I sort of explicitly, like, if I'm seeing someone that I know naked, I want it to be a girl that I'm about to fuck. And gotcha. nothing else. <laughs> um, 
Okay, I, I, I didn't mean to. to my 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 lack of interest in burlesque as an art form it has very little to do with the nudity and more to do with it. It's honestly kind of the same thing as the fake English accent thing, right? Huh. Like, it's like yeah, okay. I'm guessing. Like, whereas I could probably at least like. Yeah, it's hard for me to imagine. I mean, it's not that I would, like, have something in common with, like, a regular strip club stripper, but I would be less likely to just, like, ah, Jesus, if I ended up in a conversation with one of them and just want to leave than I expect I would be with a typical burlesque I mean, most of the people who I've talked to that randomly do the burlesque have not been that person. I think that I know what you're talking about, that, like, theater person. Yeah. That, you know, we have a few of those in our community that whose company you tend to avoid. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there are some of them, sure, but just like there are some of them who are fatter than strippers, but some strippers are too skinny. Mm, I don't so, know. I don't know. As somebody who. As a like, stripper, you can never I, be too rich. I would rich like or too to thin. see. You know, like, as somebody who likes to see everybody naked ever, forever, and, like, enjoys things that are funny burlesque has been has been pretty good to me the animaniacs burlesque that we went to was amazing yeah i don't really like animaniacs or burlesque so that seems like that's like wherever my alley is that is orthogonal Mm -hmm. orthogonal orthogonal for those who don't like this sort of thing this is not the sort of thing yeah exactly like inside of a dog you won't be able to see this so i'll be in my dog (laughs) yeah Minox says, well, I get to see the answer to my question soon either way. I'm wondering about one thing. Will there be a huge outbreak of new saucepans in the Mysticality class revamp? Some have been added, the most recent one with Dreadsylvania, and a new accordion has also been added in Dreadsylvania, and then there was a bevy of new accordions introduced in the revamp. Nothing like that happened in the Turtle Tamer revamp. Whoa, shit. Did I lose you? Okay, no, good. I got you. Got uh, tangled up in a cord and the phone fell. Uh, uh, sorry. Nothing like that happened in the Turtle Tamer revamp, which is kind of sad, but no new Turtle Totems were introduced in Dreadsylvania either, so not all hope is lost. Yeah, the idea of the turtle totem it was sort of a thematic and creative dead end and it's also fine that their buffs are the power level that they are and don't don't go much past that i think Mm. um because it's like really not you know the other the other upgraded ones aren't even really the same kind of thing they're like clubs basically which is like oh yeah of course you know the 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 iconic turtle tamer weapon the club yeah. uh but no there aren't there are not any new saucepans because there was already a spectrum of them sort of right so i mean the the thing with like accordion thieves desperately needed a gameplay personality like they had kind of a narrative personality but not really a mechanical identity and in a, you know there needed to be some systems to support that and using the idea of an accordion that you stole to be the thing that drove what was going on in your moment to moment gameplay as an accordion thief seemed pretty natural so then there needed to be accordions to steal HKC says, were Boris and Crack Rocks contemporaries? If not, was Crack Rocks around before or after the times of old? Crack Rocks was from way before the times of old. He was from, he was from uh, Hyborian time, Hyperborean. 
He was from the ancient, ancient prehistory of loathing, which was way before right. the times of old. Uh, I don't remember where the days of yore were. The days of yore were just before the Ralphs, I thought. Right, because they were those those were under the under Emperor Yore. <laughs> was that okay? Yeah. Also, did Boris ever get down with a pork elf? Was Clancy the mutant offspring? What what was the deal with Clancy? Like I know that he was <laughs> like he was he came here he died and then his when he was given earthly form again, it was like a a a link to the past kind of thing yeah well like when when clancy was in the mirror realm he had a pig head and then when he came over to this realm he's <clears throat> he still had his pig head and didn't where's know the it. mirror realm is that where he went when he died uh yeah there's something about a okay. thing that it, it's described in there a little bit i think like he was under a spell and got sent to the mirror realm and there he had a, a pig's head and then it's just slowly implied through the whole thing that he just always had a pig's head and just never mm. knew. And, uh, you know, we don't know why. But he could have been... Um, he could have gotten a good job working the freak show. It's just a thing that happens. It's it Things like that happen in comedy. Yeah. Lady Kiri writes, Hey guys, if you haven't recorded yet, could you wish me a happy birthday? Because it's my birthday tomorrow. Woo! Yeah, happy birthday, Lady Kiri. Also, remember the best things ever. I'm super happy with all of them. I'm trying to think of a question and failing. If somebody gave you a kitten right now and you had to keep it and raise it like your child, what would you name it? Hmm. Lady Curie. Hmm. Hmm. I would have to think about it a lot. I don't think I've named... And this is, this is a lame thing, but... I don't think that I have named anything since anyone was sort of paying attention to me. <laughs> hmm. You know? So there's pressure? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I would name the kitten fucking Word Realms. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my cat My cat is named Ada. Uh, after yeah. after Ada Lovelace, and also because uh, it's, a, it's a palindrome. It was either that or Hannah, and I decided on Ada because of the Ada Lovelace connection. Did you have, uh, did you name one of the cats Casserole or Gas Mask? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, th- I think I proposed Gas Mask, and then I think Roy proposed Casserole, and then we flipped a coin, and Casserole won. Which is good. That's a, oh, I thought there were two name. cats. No, no, no. no it was just, those, those were two options <clears throat> for the name. Because he got Casserole after I had, right after I got Ada. Like we found oh, okay. casserole on the roof. His is the mother cat. Their cats would constantly have kittens in the underneath the air conditioner on our roof. Like just there were tons of feral cats around that apartment complex, and they had hmm. a litter. And I, I think what happened was that the mother cat was carrying her kittens somewhere else, and just left one behind. Well, not left it behind, but like just was not was almost done carrying the kittens off when he made Hmm. so much noise that we found him. I still think that uh, if you found him on the roof, you should have named him Fiddler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. God, fuck. Yeah, this is hard. I don't know if I had a kitten right now. Hmm. I think I would have to let Emily name him anyway. 
Miley Cyrus the kitten. Sure. Uh, uh, all your base. The kitten. I think I had insisted the next cat I got was going to be Michael Kitten or Diane Kitten. Yeah, that's a stretch. Yeah, except we always pronounce it kitten. Oh. Ugh. What are you doing, kitten? Yeah, that's fucking gross, and I don't like you. You, uh, you aren't liking a whole lot of things. Yeah, today. I mean, you know, it's just that, it's that fucking, that affected voice. Which, which one are you mm -hmm. referring yeah, to? Yeah, that one. There's an awful lot of them. <laughs> yes, there are. Bernatio says, hey guys, I have two questions. First, what does the average player of KOL look like in your mind's eyes? Do you conceptualize us as a specific person, maybe Forrest Gump? Do you think of the platonic player of KOL as having a specific job? You know, this is weird, and I don't have any sense. In my mind, if I'm thinking about a KOL player and I don't know what they look like, I kind of think they look like Cirrus. And I have no idea why. Like, he is just such a, like, just a guy who looks like a guy, you know? Huh. That, like, at, at, for whatever reason, whenever I'm imagining what any guy looks like that I don't know, I just think about Cirrus. Also, when I'm masturbating. Naturally. What about you? I assume everyone is female. And uh, really, even even like busty. Dog Lord four twenty, you imagine is female. Yeah, it'd be Dog Lady four twenty. Yeah. Oh man, we should start giving. Uh, we should start giving people uh, gender bending names instead of spooky Halloween names. That's what Thanksgiving is about, Ooh, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yep. I'm thankful that we've we've evolved to a to an age of uh, great gender fluidity. Isn't that right? Yeah, Lord Kiri. What's the no. female version of Detour Sojat? Uh, Detet Sojat. Okay. Are Tor and Tet like male and female in something? I, I, I okay. sure. Secondly, and less weird, continues Vernicio, what are your goals after the revamp train has been backed into the station? Do you just want to run it through again, or do you have other targets that you're going to focus on? I mean, we need to get everything into the quest tracker. Uh, ideally, collapse the quest log in the quest tracker into the same system. Which is, I mean, that... You know, I say that like it's a long-term goal, but that collapse is probably only going to take a day or two. Uh, it's just got to be a day or two when everything else is done. Dude, fuck, I don't know. You know, it's, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We've always got items of the month and challenge paths and whatever to work on, you know. For Senor Skullhead, says Detet Sojat, my friend just found out she'll be interning in Minnesota over the summer. As a cool guy, do you know what's cool to do around the St. Paul area? Man, as a, a cool guy who doesn't do any cool stuff anymore, uh, uh, if you're going to be here for the summer, Rock the Garden is a thing to try to get tickets to. It's a giant music festival put on by the like Indie Rock Awesomeness Station, and it's a full day of just hanging out. Uh, the, the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis is super dope and worth checking out, and other points of interest I don't know man there are all kinds of bars and they're all good so just go to a bar and have like just go to any beers. bar you go to that go to that German uh, Hofbrau house oh yeah yeah that's over in northeast Minneapolis the uh, the Gasthof mm, Gasthof where you can drink a giant 
a beer out of a giant glass yeah, boot. Yeah, pretty good. And have some snuff catapulted up your nose. Did you do the snuff? I don't we think there? so. Oh. I was great. like nine sheets to the wind when we got there, and then I drank a lot of beer there. Yeah, I think you drank the, the most of a yeah. boot by yourself. Possibly an entire yeah. boot. That seems like... I mean, I don't usually order a beer and then not finish it. But that was like... Those things were like 24 ounce yeah. or... Possibly thirty six. Their those yeah, boots are big, yeah, bro. Well, they're made for walking. Takes yeah. a big man to fit into my boots. <laughs> those boots are made to prevent you from takes walking. A, takes a specific kind of man to get into my pants. For Jick. Now that there's no advice hot dog to fill us in, <laughs> fill us in, uh, hot dog. Uh, can you let us know how Roy is doing? Has he conquered parenthood with style and grace? Does he still have a butthole haircut? Uh, I haven't actually seen his butthole hair lately, so I don't know. Uh, if he's let that go, he's going mm. going kind of hippie, kind of hippie butthole. Uh, he cut he cut his hair recently and uh, and uh, lamented on Twitter that it's becoming more and more clear to him how bald he is going, and which sucks. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a few months, a couple months, I guess. Uh, last time I saw him, his kid was in the just fucking disgusting phase of. Being it like being coherent enough as a like self actualized agent to like move around and be interested in people and say like word noises and stuff, but like not self aware enough to not just be covered in fucking chewed up food. It was so gross. I like I like oh god and this this hadn't happened to me in so long and I don't know what it is I don't know if I just like wasn't ever around like I maybe maybe Oliver went through this phase and I just wasn't there for it so there was never so there was never a point where I looked at Oliver and thought that is the most disgusting fucking thing I have ever seen no he's always been pretty fastidious oh god so you know She's a cute kid, and I'm sure that she's gonna be fucking great, uh, you know. And they're, they're they're wonderful parents, and whatever. But Jesus Christ, just kids just drenched in their own spit. Like, I, d- d- you might as well just make like a tar baby, except out of poop, for all the mm. interaction that I want with a kid just covered in spit, like that. If I have a kid, and my kid is like that, I like. I'm just going to have, like, I'm going to get a backpack that is one of those sort of, like, like a like a paper towel dispenser, but that just dispenses, like, dish towels, just like those gingham dish towels, so that I can, yeah. every five minutes, just reach around behind me, grab a new dish towel, scour my fucking disgusting kid... And then and then burn the burn the towel, and just keep doing that. That's my plan for that phase. So half of the backpack has towels in it, and the other half has Incinerator. the fuel tank for your your uh, flamethrower. I mean, you can make the towels out of something that also acts as fuel for the, you know. Yeah. So well, like. Not baby wipes, but you know, personal wipes have alcohol in them. Sometimes. Oh yeah, do you think, do you think that those alcohol would just burn? burn? It seems sure. like they, they've also got a lot of aloe, which is like nature's flame retardant. 
That's insane. Fractal P says, what is your favorite word or phrase and least favorite? Boy, I don't even, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I really don't like the word moist. I still don't. Yeah. Did you also not like... I know that's a pretty who common was a, one. But, it was like know. Kitsune who hated the word moist and the word panties. Panties I'm okay with. I, I think it's hard to say the word panties without sounding like yeah, a Yeah, which is why I just don't say it. I don't sound like a yeah. Right, which is why I wouldn't, you know, we've, you we've been through this on this undies. very show. I'm not going to say nice pantyhose. Right. Nice panties, Yeah, hose. nice panties, ho. You know what my favorite word or phrase is uh, that's in Kingdom is bugbear blood bank. Okay. It's got a nice ring to it. I, uh... I share your admiration, although I guess with me it's just uh, it's just hubris about uh, Thunkula's drinking cap. It's, it's pretty. Yeah, that pretty one is very nice. That one. Um, I'm sorry, I really can't think of what my favorite phrase is now. I don't have a lot of least favorite phrases. I don't. There aren't a lot of. You know, uh, like tummy is a word that I really hate. Yeah, I noticed that. How do you feel about belly? Eh. Yeah, I don't like it. It doesn't. It doesn't just like raise my hackles the way that tummy does. Uh huh. I mean, I guess like I don't even know if it would like bother me. Like I don't know if I'm talking to like a three year old, and I'm like, oh man, I got a, I got an ache in my gut. That well, that, I think that would be cute actually. Stomach ache. Just you have a fucking stomach ache. Just teach your kid the fucking real yeah. words for things, and then they won't talk like an asshole when they're older. That's what I say. My son says junk. Good. I mean, he knows like what like the penis is and the balls are, but they're like the whole region. Like, okay, now here's a rag. Wash your junk. I think oh, that's yeah. fine. So wait, you hand him a rag and then make him wash his own junk? In the bathtub, okay. sure. He's as soon as he got old enough to like scrub his own butthole and his own penis, I was done touching okay. that. Okay, it's probably good. Glebe says a new challenge path is rolling in like four days. How's that coming? That's fine. That's fine. Estarda says about coherent static. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Rather, is this going to be another thing where it's first solve, first price, or will there be a reward for the whole group working on the mystery? Because there's a really awesome team puzzling on it right now, and I'd be sad to see it devolve into an only first one wins concurrent situation. You know, it's better if you don't know. It's it's a mystery is only interesting until it is solved. So just let it be a mystery. Don't ask any questions. You don't want to know. Joy says from Thanksgiving, the post holiday sale coupon says get any one item from any store for ten percent less meat. Define any. I don't exactly know what you're trying to say there. That's a pretty cool uh farm avatar though. It's pretty sweet. I like a sword that is a sword hilt with a dowel rod for a blade and then a pool noodle wrapped around it. Like, I, got, I, would, I would have a fight with somebody with one of those. Yeah. Like, I would hit a dude. I would just hit a dude in the fucking face with one of those and not feel bad at all. Tatterwasp said, Do you think Jake and Scully could shout something along the lines of, It's rollover! Or, and then he asks uh, one of us to say the kingdom's back, bitches, which I don't think that I would ever say. 
It it yeah. I would say like the kingdom's back, bitches. Really? Just one of one of the many voices. It'd make I for use. an excellent ringtone. Hmm. It would. Canifar forty says. So this is killing me. Where does the effect comprehensively nourished come from? I've hookahed into it thrice and tried to parse its description. Yeah, I think that maybe. Uh, no. So there totally was like I didn't think that that was missing. Yeah. It looks like he figured it out. Yeah. Or she. I mean, since if I don't know what a person looks like, I assume they're female. Canifar forty is. Definitely a dude. <laughs> Ultimate yeah. Chaos says, "Hey guys, thanks for all the recent revamps, requests, and classes. I appre- especially appreciate I especially appreciate and the love the Oasis slash Desert and Turtle Tamers have gotten. Super impressive. Couple things: one, instead of slash unequip slot item to remove gear, can we just do slash equip slot none? I don't know actually. Until we make that item for every slot, that's none." Well, or, I mean, it could just, it, it would just have to be something with a substring none, right? So I'm going to put on, mm-hmm. say, um, well, actually, let's do this. Let's search the item, uh, item, wow, there is not a single item in the game with the substring N-O-N-E. Hmm. Huh. Nice. All right, I'm going to equip a, equip a top hat, and then let's say, slash, equip hat none. Sorry, you don't have anything to equip like none. Yeah, that doesn't work. Now I see why you ask that. Two, can we have a way to see what the Florist Fire has in stock for other areas besides the one we've last adventured in? Check to see availability for underground or outdoor plants, even if we've just adventured indoors. Well, I mean, you can look at any place that you've planted stuff. Um, but I guess probably not. Explorifus says, with the Mysticality revamps, will we be seeing more pasta slash sauce synergy? Saucers are known for having their sauce synergy, but there seems to be very little collaboration between pasta mancers and saucers beyond sharing a hall and their high-level noodle dishes. It would be cool to see improving uh, sauce improving pasta and stuff. I mean, there used to be a lot of cross-class synergy between pasta mancers and saucers when, in order to get the best food in the game, you had to have one guy that was a pasta mancer and one girl that was a saucerer, or vice versa, or two guys, or two girls. I'm not going to judge. A pizza place. But Ascension, even though, you know, so much of what is good about KOL owes itself to the the sort of core gameplay loop that is Ascension, it did fuck some stuff up, like class identity and that kind of thing, you know? And, and so it's like, you know, we yeah, we will be seeing more of it ten years ago. <laughs> On the subject of pasta, favorite pasta shape? You know... Cavatappi. Hmm? Cavatappi. What's Cavatappi? It's like... <clears throat> macaroni, but thicker, and usually, like, three or four spirals. So, like, uncut, thick macaroni. Yeah. Well, I was about to say exactly the same thing, except I did not know what it was called. Cava. That's what they call it at Noodles and Company. Yeah, Cavatappi. Damn, you're right. That know. is exactly what I had some of that uh, for dinner today. You know, I went to I went to get a paneer tikka masala burrito at the paneer tikka masala burrito place, but uh, I, I called mm. them and the phone just rang and rang and rang and rang and rang and I was like, ah, son of a bitch, Those, they're always so stoned. They never answer their phone. So I walked down there, and it was like all shut down and under construction and shit. Yeah. Aww. So I had to. I just went. Ended up going to the barbecue place across the street, where they have some macaroni and cheese that they make with cavatappi. 
pretty good. Uh, Wax says, hey, uh, since I can't equip the zombie accordion anymore, this means I can't wear the dreadful zombie suit unless I'm an AT. Was this intended or just an unfortunate side effect? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't intended. It is an unfortunate side effect. I mean, that, you know, in an effort to not confuse people, what we were going to do with the accordion thief revamp was make it so any gear that had... Uh, class-specific enchantments on it was only equipable by that class because everyone immediately and initially assumes that that's what that means anyway because that's just what that would mean in any other fucking video game. Um, but then we just decided that we didn't really... It would make a bunch of people sad. Pardon me for one second. <coughs> I need to neti pot another couple times to get the rest of these brain-eating amoeba out of my nose that are making me sneeze. Um, it was gonna... Oh, they don't make you sneeze. They make you die. Well, but sneezing is a part of... It's like the French call a sneeze a little death, right? No, wait. They call a sneeze a little orgasm. Yeah. I was gonna say, your girlfriend was very disappointed. Your French girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for a lot of reasons. Um... Anyway, like, basically all of the reasons that would have upset people about not being able to equip that stuff anymore were things that we didn't really care about mechanically like the only the only goal there was well i mean i guess a to make things a little less confusing but uh, whatever i'm gonna fucking address that thread but to stop other classes like to to be able to make a category of gear that was limited to only one class um so that we can make them more powerful, right? Because they're limited in that way. And we didn't care about, like, you know, whether you could go trick-or-treating in some Hobopolis outfit or whatever, so we just decided not to do it, and we just made it so accordions were the things that you couldn't do. And there just happened to be that one accordion that was part of an outfit. Um, which, you know, I would have rethought that if we had made Dreselvania after that revamp, but that's, that's how it goes, you know? You, you do things in an order, because you have to do things in an order. And... Um, that was the order I chose. I didn't really choose it. It chose me. Hey, um, you know what we've done is a long, long-ass show and uh, finished, uh, finished up the questions thread. I was worried. I hadn't done shit all week other than work, and there weren't very many questions. And so I thought, this show is going to suck a butt. That's what I thought. I said that to myself. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, Zach, I mean Jick, this show's going to suck a butt. But then it totally didn't suck a butt. It's really weird. When you say suck a butt, you kind of sound like Hank Hill. Oh. But only when you say that. Strange. S- huh. When well, I say suck a, suck a butt. Suck a butt. Uh, cool. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. I'm Mr. Skullhead, and I am leaving. I'm Jake, and I'm already gone. <laughs>